has Canada's tech sector fared in 2023? And what's the outlook for 2024 for us, particularly here in Alberta? Joining us to talk about the year in tech is Eliza Timelian, Senior Research Analyst at Colliers Canada. Hi, Eliza. Thanks so much for being with us. Hi, thanks for having me. How are you? Uh, good, thank you. Can you give us a bit of an overview of the current state of the Canadian tech industry as we start to wrap up 2023? Yeah, as we're wrapping up 2023, you know, we've seen that a lot of uh, tech uh, investment has sort of just been in decline at this moment. Um, with the, it sounds as if there might be a downturn, but the real issue is that, that what's happening is that a lot of investors are, you know, tightening up their pocketbooks a little bit, and they're looking at the profitability over, uh, you know, newer startups or early stage startups. And what's happening right now is we're returning back to a normal seat where we were seeing pre-pandemic levels of investment in tech kind of shift back to that uh, aspect now later up, uh, later this year, and we're hoping that in 2024. Uh, you know, that'll still pick up at some point, but uh, we do see like pre-pandemic level uh, normalcy in terms of investment in tech, uh, tech sector. And we would be remiss if we didn't talk about the star of tech in the past 12 months, and that is artificial mm-hmm. intelligence. Uh, and of oh, course, yeah. Yes, the uh, prevalence of, of, you know, I, I guess apps like ChatGPT, for example. <laughs> what sort of an yeah. impact do they have on innovation and, and how have they changed the game over the past 12 months in Canada? Well, it's still early phases um, and early stages. Uh, we're not seeing such a huge impact uh, just yet, but we have seen a lot of investment towards AI products. So about a $1.7 billion so far this year for Canadian tech uh, uh, companies. Uh, and it really, it's really there to streamline administrative work at the moment. And as I said, it's still early stages. We still don't know what the impact could be. Uh, but we are seeing a lot of administrative and operational uh, work being streamlined as a result of it. How would you say, Eliza, that uh, companies within the tech sector are adapting to the shift in flexible work models, for example, uh, the work from home idea? Is that a possibility in the tech sector or, or is that are they trying to get you know workers back into the office for the most part? Oh, man. Yeah. You know what? Uh, what's funny is that tech sector companies uh, were we all thought that they would be the ones to push for hybrid work. They have the infrastructure for it, the resources, the equipment. However, we've seen a lot of, and I know you've seen it in the news too, but a lot of no, really notable uh, tech firms and tech companies that are pushing for employees to come back into the office in sort of a hybrid uh, or even in some sort of creative uh, uh, one to two day, maybe three day uh, uh, work week. Um, but as it turns out, you know, we recently published a study, uh, our property uh, management service team, and they saw that 55, only 55% of Canadian firms have sorted out that flexible work uh, uh, strategy. Um, and we still have 49% who are still on the fence as to whether or not they, they, they want to keep the flexible work uh, initiative going. Um, but, you know, since late 2022, that average of two and a half days per week has now risen to about three days uh, uh, per week. Mm. Spending some time with Eliza uh, Timaline, a senior research analyst with Colliers Canada. And uh, Eliza, it's interesting because uh, the tech companies are businesses and they want to remain lean as possible. So with many of these firms shrinking their workforce, how are these layoffs impacting overall workforce trends in the tech sector? And are there specific skills is still in high demand despite the layoffs? 
So what we've seen is that a lot of tech sector companies are actually laying off, uh, you know, sales reps, marketing. They're really keeping uh, their their software engineers, their uh, architects, uh, any sort of digital tech-related um, uh, roles they're keeping. So on average, we found that Canadian tech firms were uh, reducing their workforce by about 20% uh, over the last year. And we expect that that will start to decrease uh, at some point uh, mid mid next year. Uh, but as, as of now, I mean, it's just it's it's still ongoing. I mean, the last uh, we've heard is Spotify, who I think uh, got rid of about well fifteen hundred people uh, lately. So it's it's still ongoing, and we're we're hoping uh, that that might trickle off uh, later on in uh, next year. Well, yeah, we we got you talking a little bit about 2024, so let's have you look well into your crystal ball if possible and let us <laughs> let us know what you think the, the, the trajectory or growth is for Canada's tech sector and maybe for us here in Alberta for the coming year. You know, um, Calgary for uh, actually Alberta in general has seen quite a lot of investment in uh, tech uh, sector firms. Uh, I think uh, you guys have grown about 39% in the last five years, so that's, that's pretty impressive. Uh, and the, fa- the second fastest growing market in Canada is diversifying, and we're looking to see that that's going to diversify even further uh, into the year. Um, as of whether or not it's going to uh, be sustainable to see that kind of investment in uh, you know, cities like Calgary and Edmonton, it's still up in the air, but from what we know, especially having talking, spoken to uh, the Calgary Economic Development uh, Team, uh, is that we are expecting some investment to continue forward. We've seen companies like Evor, for instance, uh, which is a geothermal uh, clean energy company. They have uh, secured investments uh, upwards to about 200, $200 million plus. So it's still it, we're still seeing some action, especially in the clean tech sector for Calgary and, and uh, uh, Alberta as a whole. I'm wondering, uh, just before we let you go, Eliza, uh, mm-hmm. in the sense that you know we, we're a population of a, dancing around that 40 to 44 million mark here in the in the nation of Canada. Um, how do we compete to other nations? Is this a case that bigger is better when it comes to some of these nations, and they are going to you know win the tech race, or is it all in the, the quality of the employees that we have in Canada? It's both quality and it's both the ease of doing business. We recently did a study where we were actually indexing different markets in the U.S. versus Canada to see what favorable markets were like. Uh, and we found, you know, markets like Calgary and Toronto favored um, considerably high for tenants who wanted to move uh, into markets where the ease of doing business was easier, you know, the, um, the uh, corporate tax rate was, was uh, doable for them. Um, so, in a sense, it's not just the employment uh, and what types of uh, skilled labor exist in the market, but it's also just being able to say, you know, can we operate in this market? Is it affordable? Uh, or do we have options that we want to settle here? And, and that's what we're seeing is that, you know, at least in North America, uh, Canada favors very, very well. Thanks so much for your thoughts this morning, Eliza. Appreciate your time. Thank you so much. Take care. You too. Eliza Timolian, Senior Research Analyst with Colliers Canada.